0: The European Union is looking to step up its economic investment and trade focus in the Pacific region as countries emerge from the COVID-19 pandemic. All but a handful of Pacific countries have now reopened to the world, but they are still just at the start of a very long road to recovery. The ambassador of the European Union for the Pacific, Sujiro Sim, says while there are many great initiatives and support being offered to island countries to help jumpstart their economies, the true engine of growth in any country is still its private sector. I caught up with Sujiro Sim during his recent visit to Wellington, New Zealand, and started by asking him what the current development and aid focus of the EU was in the Pacific.
1: Well, it's uh, it's quite simple because our uh, strategic priorities for the Pacific are all included in our new European Union strategy for cooperation with the Indo-Pacific and it is translated in operational terms in what we call the blue-green alliance between the European Union and the Pacific which sets the uh, main priorities for engagement for the years 2021-2027. These priorities are three. The first one is on climate action and environmental sustainability. The second one is on inclusive and sustainable economic growth. The third one is on fundamental values, human development, and peace and security. So everything we do in the Pacific uh, is framed by these uh, three priorities. Then the way we do it uh, differs from one place to the other, but roughly speaking, we have bilateral, national, country-level engagement, we have regional programs and we have thematic programs. Our country-level engagement takes the form of budget support, which means that we transfer funds directly from the European Union to the budget of the Pacific Island countries to support a sectoral reform the reform in one particular sector. So just to give you an example, in Fiji, we support rural livelihood, which is agriculture and food security. In Solomon Islands, we support water and sanitation. In Tonga, we support uh, energy, the energy transition. In Tuvalu, we supported uh, waste management. Now we are discussing, of course, the next phase of our engagement. We will keep working on budget support because we think it's a a very good tool. Uh, But in Fiji, for example, we will switch to uh, support to the implementation of their climate law. With our Pacific uh, regional programs, we identify issues which are better dealt with at the regional level, uh, and we have five of them. One is on uh, regional economic integration, so it's about business, trade, support to the private sector. The other one is about marine issues, so engagement on the oceans. Then we have uh, the Pacific Waste Management Project. Uh, We have a public finance management uh, project. And finally, we have uh, uh, the Pacific Partnership to End Violence Against Women and Girls. Then, of course, on top of that, we have a multitude of uh, thematic projects. When I ask the team how many projects we run, the answer is uh, clear. It's a number, but it's quite high. It's 156 projects for a total value of 665 million euros, so roughly 1 billion uh, New Zealand dollars.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, with the, There's been a frenzy of activity across the Pacific in, in, in recent years with uh, the influence of China increasing and the countering from all various parties. Has that affected any of the EU's operations or how you do business in the Pacific?
1: So, of course, we see and uh, we witness the intensification of uh, the, the geopolitical competition in the Pacific, which manifests itself, indeed, with an increase of high-level visits, uh, both from uh, China but also from the US and its like-minded partners. Uh, in this competition, the position of the European Union is very simple. We do not take sides. Uh, That's the reason why our uh, Indo-Pacific strategy is called the uh, European Union strategy for cooperation in the Indo-Pacific. So our goal is not to contain one country or the other, but uh, to respond to the needs of the countries themselves so that's the guiding star for our action at the national or at the regional level mm. so we're very happy for example that now we have the 2050 uh, strategy for a blue pacific continent which is probably the main substantial income so, sorry outcome of uh, the recent Pacific Island Forum leaders' meeting in uh, in Suva. The other good outcome of this meeting was, of course, to get the Pacific family back together after the uh, the rift with uh, the Micronesian states. Even though uh, Kiribati, of course, uh, confirmed its uh, its withdrawal. So we uh, we can see that there is an intensification of uh, the geostrategic competition, of the rivalry between the uh, superpowers in uh, in the Pacific. But we do not take side in this uh, battle. And our only priority is to focus on uh, the needs of the countries and what we can do to improve the situation and, uh, at the country level and at the regional level.
0: Mm. From the from the forum outcomes, was there anything new or um, unexpected in terms of changing the approach uh, that you has in Pacific, or is it a continuation of the ongoing work?
1: Well, it was not a disruptive Pacific Island from leaders meeting in the sense that indeed there is now a 2050 strategy for Blue Pacific continent, but its content is very much in line with what we anticipated as the main priorities. And it's normal because the main priorities for the region are well known. Uh, It's mainly about uh, resilience, climate change, uh, sustainability, uh, oceans, uh, unity, uh, people-centered peace and security as well, and uh, innovation and technology. So those are the seven key priorities in this uh, strategy. And they um, match very well, the strategic priorities of the European Union in this part of the world. So there is nothing really groundbreaking, Mm -hmm. but I think it's a little bit like our own strategy. Uh, The main purpose of this strategy and the main added value is that it exists. So they did not have it before. And we recognize the amount of efforts and coordination and discussion they put into conceiving and launching this strategy. And it's very good because it's a a very good platform for our engagement with the region. The fact that the Pacific Island Forum family got back together is also a very, very positive outcome despite the, the, uh, the, uh, the withdrawal of, uh, of Kiribati. Uh, I was there in Suva and it was uh, great to meet with the leaders of, uh, of Micronesian countries. So it's really good news because uh, with the mounting challenges the Pacific has to face, uh, maintaining a united front is the best possible answer. And I say that as the representative of the European Union, which is uh, probably the most successful uh, regional grouping in the, in the history of mankind.
0: And uh, speaking of that, you, you're a long way from the Pacific. Like, w- what, What is, I guess, what does the EU get out of being in this part of the world?
1: I think it's not uh, a transactional relationship. It's not about what we get out of the Pacific. It's about what we stand for. So worldwide, we stand for the principles of democracy, good governance, human rights, the rule of law. And because those are universal values, we need to uphold them also in the Pacific. It's also uh, about our responsibility on uh, global issues, on climate change, for example. So our engagement on climate change is really motivated by the need for us to do what we need to do to reduce carbon emissions at home, but also to tackle the negative impact of climate change everywhere in the world. And certainly the Pacific Island countries are the most exposed countries the negative impact of climate change. So this is a uh, good enough justification for us to act in this part of the world. When it comes to uh, the role or the perception of the European Union in the Pacific, I think our role as a development partner is very well recognized. It's totally credible and legitimate. So now I would like to turn the ship a little bit and focus more than before on uh, the economic trade and business dimension of our relationship, which is uh, very often underestimated. We are the single largest free market in the world, and access uh, without quota or without duty to the European market is a great opportunity for the private sector, for exporters, for value chains in the Pacific. So I think we have to put more effort on that. We do it through the Economic Partnership Agreements, which are trade agreements, which give duty-free and quota-free access to the European Union market, uh, but we have to do more in that area. And also because uh, the war in Ukraine shows us that uh, global peace and uh, security is not uh, to be taken for granted, uh, this is also something we have to address worldwide.
0: Thank you. And I guess tying into that with the emerging from the pandemic, is there a stepping up of that sort of market access economic output as well in relation to just coming out of the pandemic for Pacific economies?
1: So coming out of the pandemic, the motto for everyone the European Union member states or Pacific Island countries is to build back better but to build back better you need resources of course huh? so it's about recovery and recovery again it won't be fueled by overseas development assistance uh, regardless uh, how much money we want to invest the real driving engine for growth for income is always the private sector so the private sector is motivated by profits And to make profits, you need market opportunities. That's the reason why I think it's uh, the time now to step up on our engagement at the economic, business, trade, and investment level. So to take the example of the economic partnership agreements, we have one with uh, Papua New Guinea, Fiji, Samoa, Solomon Islands. We are finalizing one with um, Tonga. And we receive expression of interest in engaging in the negotiation with Vanuatu, Tuvalu, and even Niue. So it means that uh, all the leaders, all the governments in the Pacific, like everywhere else in the world, are very much aware that they need to create more business opportunities Mm -hmm. to recover from the pandemic uh, and the economic crisis which was caused by the pandemic.